This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 372. Conflict Resolution Strategies for Couples to Fight Better by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And I'm your host, Joss Marie. Hey there, and welcome to my show where I try and bring you some of the best relationship content we can find with author permission. And as you may know, I feature anything that falls within the large category of relationships, so let us know if you have any ideas for new topics or authors. You can actually share your ideas with us right at oldpodcast.com. But with that, let's get into Eddie's post that offers strategies to couples for conflict resolution and start optimizing your life. Conflict Resolution Strategies for Couples to Fight Better by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Why do we fight? Is it maybe because the makeup is so good afterward? Are you the type of person who loves to argue, shout, and even end up in a furious rage? Or are you more the type who shrinks into your shell, avoiding conflict at all costs? Either way, you need some readjusting. Will this article help you to learn how to resolve conflicts the healthy way? You bet. We all know and fear those particular situations when conflict occurs and things are getting out of hand. The mere word conflict invokes negative associations of fighting, arguing, withdrawal, fear, anger, hurt, and loneliness. On the other hand, relationship conflicts can open up a path to mutual understanding and personal growth. There are so-called conflict resolution strategies for couples. So, conflict can be a good thing. We have all met couples who proudly proclaim that they have never had a single quarrel in their relationship, like ever. Apart from the fact that this is very unlikely, it is also very unhealthy. No one can tell me that a happy and fulfilling relationship is one without conflicts. If there aren't any, then something is wrong. It usually means that someone is holding back their needs and trying hard to please the partner at all cost. Needless to say, it's only a matter of time when the bomb explodes. A conflict is the most challenging thing to occur in a relationship. The only key to profit from it is to use verbal or nonverbal communication for conflict resolution. By resolving disagreements and conflicts quickly, and most importantly, painlessly, your trust in each other will flourish. In other words, an argument is good if you learn how to do this. The classic example of adverse positions when conflicts occur is the rage-withdrawal opposition. Some react to conflicts with explosive rage, others freeze and withdraw. Why is that so? It all depends on how you have learned and experienced conflict resolving in your early childhood. What childhood experiences influence your ability to resolve conflicts in a negative way? If you have lived in a family where anger and frustration were taken out on you, and you grew up with feeling angry and fearful of conflict, you will most likely numb your feelings and perhaps fail to recognize your longing for closeness and tenderness. Or you will simply react explosively and angrily. On the other hand, if you learned in your family to resolve differences without humiliation or punishing and that disagreements led to compromises, then you will later resolve your conflicts in a calm and productive way. And more important, will stay true to yourself and your feelings at the same time. But how can you burst your early childhood bonds? The only way is to recognize your behavior and then correct it over and over again. This is called building new neurological pathways. There is no other way around doing this and no magic pill, unfortunately. The first step is to identify your conflict behavior patterns. What do you do and how do you react during those conflicts? 
Once you're aware of your reaction, you can then connect this knowledge with your early childhood behavior. The last step would be, of course, to consciously alter your pattern to a newer, better one. But what is a better pattern in conflict resolution strategies, you might ask? Apparently, verbal and nonverbal communication skills are the main keys to resolving conflicts. Here are some of these communication skills in short. Number one, be focused and stay calm in intense situations. This is the most important skill. If you are able to stay calm and centered no matter how intense the conflict may be, then you can guarantee that the situation will not escalate. Number two, always know what matters most to you and be able to experience intense emotions. Never numb these basic feelings like sadness, fear, or anger. This will compromise your ability to face and resolve differences. Number three, know how to recognize and read nonverbal cues. Facial expressions, eye contact, voice tone, posture. Knowing these can help to avoid conflicts before they occur. And number four, be playful and know when and when not to apply humor in conflict situations. Many dangerous situations in a relationship can be avoided by using humor at the right moment. The importance of personal needs. If you ignore your personal needs, they will most certainly turn up unexpectedly. It's also possible that they will manifest in other ways, like for example, in illness. Ignoring each other's needs can lead to serious relationship problems. Everyone has a desire to feel understood and supported by their partner. Learning to respect and realize each of the needs is one of the most important premises of a healthy relationship. How to avoid conflicts by recognizing your needs. Number one, acknowledge the legitimacy of your partner's and your own needs. This will open up limitless possibilities for solving problems. Number two, identify your and your partner's needs correctly. Only then will you be able to work out a compromise that will content you both. Be aware that misunderstanding your partner's needs endangers your relationship. Number three, speak openly with one another about your needs and more important, share your feelings about them. Never hold anything back. Eventually, it would only come back on you. And number four, always try to work out a compromise. Know that it's impossible to resolve a situation without compromising if the needs are different. Every other way will lead to conflict. Learn to be a diplomat. Conclusion. Solving relationship conflicts and learning strategies is something that can be learned. If your childhood has provided you with the proper mindset towards conflict, then great. If not, you have to learn it. The problem is that most people don't recognize their behavior and they don't know where it's coming from. You have to watch your own behavior and correct it consciously. Don't be a slave to your childhood experiences. The lack of understanding about differing needs in a relationship and the inability to compromise is one of the most common reasons for breakups or divorces. Conflicts are good, as I said, and once you have learned to profit from them and not fear them, you can elevate your relationship to a higher level. I wish you happy and healthy fights. Your friend, Eddie Corbano. You just listened to the post titled, Conflict Resolution Strategies for Couples to Fight Better by Eddie Corbano of lovesagain.com. Our childhood experiences affect a large part of our adult behaviors, and as Eddie points out, that includes conflict resolution. This is something that was always a bit sticky in my own household growing up, with two full-time working parents and four kiddos all crammed into a two-bedroom home for the majority of our childhood, we could hear everything. 
even the heated arguments between our parents. So given my personal background, it's a really big priority of mine as a parent to practice healthy conflict resolution without exposing my child to heated arguments. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. And with that, let's go ahead and sign off. Thanks so much for joining me here, and hopefully I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from the Gottman Institute, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.